Hey guys, it's RJ, your favorite podcast host of Instagram and YouTube fame, Terry Talks. And this is Joe from Like My Pedals. And I'm Will, and you're listening to Just Surprise Me, the best podcast where three guys sit around and talk about random bullshit for an hour. Today we have a return, but still still special guest, Mr. Steve Rao. Oh, thanks. Steve, welcome back. Turn it, <laughs> turn it up, up Joe. Up. It's too Stop quiet. Being a Jesus, bitch. I didn't want to be obnoxious. Turn it up. It, if it's, it's not obnoxious, then what's the point? It's more <laughs> obnoxious if you can't fucking. There we go. Was that better? I hope everybody had headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> crying. If you're, I am not responsible this, for somebody getting in an automobile accident. If you're listening, to, I guess yeah. If you're in a car, I was going to say otherwise. If you're listening to this without headphones. You are a much braver person than I am. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Steve? Uh, this is the show that you don't want people to know you listen to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people can know I listen. I just don't want to listen to it with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you don't think it would spark lovely conversations about chocolate-covered dicks and... Uh, dragon dildos? Dragon dildos? No, we do talk about uh, gummy dicks a lot at work, actually. Or how about Shrek-shaped dildos that play All Star? Is that a thing? <laughs> it's now. <laughs> it's now. As of last episode, if you guys listened to last week's episode, it is a thing now. Yeah. Hail Hydra! It needs to be a. Uh, it needs to be a cover of that song, and uh, instead of the world is gonna roll me, it's the world is gonna bone me. Yeah. Nice. I'll sign off on that. And of course, you don't want it to be the sharpest tool in the shed because that just sounds painful. Yeah, it's kind of like um, there was this band in Texas, I believe it was called Ice Pick Abortions. Ice, 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 ice. I've been drinking ice pick abortions. Yes, sounds like it should be a Sum Forty One lyric. Yeah, really. Didn't they have a song called Grab the Devil by the Horns and Fuck Him in the Ass? I'm sorry? Say what? I thought they had a song <laughs> called that. It was, it was called Grab the Devil by the Horns and Fuck Him in His Ass. Huh. I could be just imagining this, but I, I could have swore they had a song by that. Yeah, they do. Some 41, Grab the Devil by the Horns. And, and blank him up, hit the blank. What? Okay. Why do you know this? Because I had that album. It's on Because he loves Canada. He loves Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's, to- Canada. Joe's top three musical inspirations are Sum 41, Nickelback, and Justin Bieber. Well, actually, <laughs> it would be more like Sum 41, Protest the Hero, who's also a Canadian band, and Rush, because they're Canadian, I guess. We got a comment on the 60 Cycle Hum. Uh, in iTunes reviews. If you if you're listening to this, you should uh, go leave a review on iTunes. Uh, but we got a review on <laughs> iTunes uh, where we got bashed for our review of Rush's 2112. Oh yeah, 2112. By the way, because uh, I think I I don't remember the exact timing, but basically, I think we actually recorded that episode because. Well, not necessarily because, but like I picked that album thinking like, well, you know, uh, Neil Peart had just died. So Peart. we'll talk Peart. Uh, <laughs> and so we will 
you know, let's listen to a Rush album, but I didn't want to necessarily. 2112 is one that I've heard about, but, you know, I didn't know what was on it. So we picked it and then we just go in and like apparently because we were we were like, oh, this is uh, this is whatever, whatever. And we didn't totally love it. Uh, It was disrespectful. Is that the one that has, we are the priests of the temple yes. of Syrinx? It's so fucking good. I mean, it's musically good, but it's kind of like the whole, you know, the first half of that is that whole space opera thing. And I'm just like. <sighs> hashtag respect. Uh, hashtag I fucking hate Rush. Hashtag who gives a shit. But, well, um, so that's the thing is like we didn't say anything that was like negative about the people. We just said like, oh, this is the thing that. You would listen to on the way to like your dungeon, all your weekend long Dungeons and Dragons sesh. Yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, that, it, and then on the way home, like, you listen to Styx's Mr. Roboto. But it's like, is that really an insult to a prog rock band? I feel like it's not. Well, that's like the no. ultimate compliment. I think that's what they fucking wrote the wrote the shit for. No, exactly. exactly. You could also <laughs> listen to it on your way to a LARP. Yes, hashtag throwback to last episode. Keep it. Would, Steve, do you LARP? No. Okay. You? I want to meet someone that LARPs. Somebody oh, has yeah. to fucking LARP. It seems like it would be super fun as a guest, for for real. Because there'd be nobody there judging you, like I've, in a I've negative s- way. I've seen people LARP. Yeah, they LARP in the park. Right? Wow, that's pretty cool. They LARP. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss. They LARP they in Paul the park. Rudd in it, uh, where they were LARPing, and he was like a energy drink salesperson or something. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, role models with him and uh, Sean yeah. William Scott. Yeah, There's a. Uh, have you seen the Red Fang video where they're LARPing? No. no? Uh, the band Red Fang. No, anybody? No. Okay. It's fucking hilarious. I don't. Yeah, I've never models. even Paul heard of that band. Sean William Scott. Yeah. Really? You should. Yeah. You might like it. I oh, maybe I have. They're great, but there's a. I can't remember the name of the song, but it's it's LARPing and all the. That yeah, you know, they're all sitting in the car drinking beer like the band, and they start making fun of these people LARPing, and then the the LARPers like go to the car and get real weapons and start fucking slicing them to oh, pieces. Shit. Like <laughs> I don't know, it's ridiculous. And you the should, um, the their two, videos like, are entertaining. The two lead LARPers in the movie are fucking McLovin, Christopher Mintzploss, and Ken Jong as King Argotron. <laughs> uh, nice. Oh, that's right, Joe Joe Truly Joe Lo Truglio. I can't ever say his name. He's one of the LARPers too. Oh yeah, it's a great movie. I gotta watch that again. Is that a uh, what's that? What's the what's the Judd Apatow movie? It it's gotta like... be. It's fucking Paul Rudd. I can't. Well, no, it says director no, is David Wayne. Hmm. hmm. But I mean, I would assume with Paul Rudd, it would have been. It's it's not written like a Apatow movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Um, generic. David Wayne created Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yep. So I love that, that. Never seen that either. Oh, it's so good. So good. Oh um, yeah. I watched the entire series too, and it was like all of it was on Netflix at one point in time. Oh. Anyways, so what's going on, guys? We got any topics for tonight? We do no. have topics. Good. All Let's right, just wrap it, it up. We're then. Done. Thank All you for right, listening. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. Um, yep. Steve's um, on a shitty podcast. We're the Adam better and podcast. Eve. Adam and Eve. Pick a number. Dicks. Seven. Dildos. 
Um, you get time. a vibrating bullet thing. Doug Christ. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Fuzzmonger. <laughs> dildos. Ass. Dicks. Cock. Um, dragon dildos. Did I mention that already? Like five uh, times? Crackers. Cookies. Anyway, so. Not first topic. Okay. Before we start into this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going... Uh, in honor sure. of our recent episode, shut the fuck up. In honor of I didn't think of a topic. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So, what I'm trying to say nope. is in honor of the nationwide epidemic plaguing us all. The uh, Isn't it global? It is global. Yeah, but it's actually it's less nationwide than it is global. Uh, shut the fuck up. That would be correct. I mean, there's far more cases not, out, not in the U.S. Steve, you want to jump in too? Go ahead. No, I'm He's good. I'm watching YouTube. Listen- I'm watching. I'm listening to Red Fang. <laughs> yeah, prehistoric dog is the video I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, that, that's what I'm watching. Yeah, anyway. I can still hear you guys loud and right. clear. Yeah. Okay. I'm just not listening. I'm to just you. choosing not to respond. <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> His level of caring has not increased. You know what, Steve? <laughs> I have a problem here. I I got a problem with you. <laughs> You think you're fucking Mr. Big Shot with your big numbers podcast coming down to the little folk like us that you you fucking some prima donna bitch. Hey, Steve, I got your back. Shut up, Wesley. God damn it. I'm just saying, go fuck yourself, Steve. If you didn't want to be on the show, you didn't have to. But you said yes. You committed. No one wants to be on the show. Except Doug. For some reason, Doug wants to be on the show now. He wants but to be the cool. fucking host. He thinks I quit. Yeah. Wait, you didn't quit? No, I told him you quit. <laughs> I think you should Actually, quit. I told, I, I told him I kicked you off. It's like we oh, said last yeah. time. Fucking RJ's out. Doug's in. Yeah. Doug's, anyway. uh, Doug's funny because he's like, uh, hey, you know, uh, I was uh, driving my car the other day and, you know. Uh, Dude, I think Steve's fucking just... New York accent is worse than Joe's. <laughs> 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 I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> This dag just runs out of the, It's because I can't delineate between New York and Boston. His, his accent really is half Boston, half New York. It's like this dag went out in front of my cop. I can't even do the Boston one. Though. Holy fuck, man. This is awful. The, no, but I can do the New York accent. You just gotta like, add a little bass. You gotta like, add some bass and just be braggadocious. <laughs> this jersey. Joe, Joe's New York accent is just uh, over-exaggerated Joe Pesci. Pretty much. Or uh, Al Pacino. No. hoo Great ass. <laughs> Great ass. <laughs> Don't get what? me started on this again. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, okay. Bring it back in, guys. I want to know, <laughs> in honor of the coronavirus. Uh, in honor is, of it? <laughs> yes. In like honor. we're celebrating it? We're celebrating it. Uh, what's the sickest you've ever been? Oh, fuck. Wait, wait. Is it self-induced snake? Yeah, I was gonna say like, like being I drank trashed? a fucking. Uh, we're not. We're not talking about. We're not talking about hangovers. I'm talking about. No, like, I, I like wasn't hungover, disease. but I drank a fucking fifth of Jameson's in less than an hour, straight out of the bottle. That'll do. <laughs> oh, I was pretty sick. Do, that'll do. I was like Brett Alexander sick. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> I once drank. Uh, once drank nine. There was this cheap ass beer called Southpaw. I remember that. Really? Yeah. It was like 6%, and I drank nine of those in 45 minutes. Man. Yeah, wow. Fucking terrible. Bad yeah, idea. I don't really get sick unless I'm like 
from drinking way too much. Like living in Florida, I'm just uh, probably immune to everything because we have so much like disgusting shit here. It's a giant cesspool. It's like a petri dish. Florida, that's the definition of Florida. Yeah. I had the swine flu. I did too. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's I what happened to you fuck pigs. It was the worst thing ever. Yikes. That's actually my, 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 the sickest I've ever been. Yeah. My, my sister almost died from swine flu. No shit. Yeah, Damn. she, uh, basically they, so, it, she got it when she was in high school and she was a, she was like crazy band geek kid. Like, I mean, she was in Color Guard. So it's like band adjacent. Yeah. And like they were, <laughs> like they, were getting, adjacent. they were getting ready for, uh, for like some competition and so like she w- was sick and she knew she was like super sick and then she w- did like an eight hour practice because it was like around christmas time so they were having like they're on christmas break and uh and then like the next day basically she wanted to go to practice again but she wasn't feeling good so my dad was like you need to go to urgent care and uh so they took her to the urgent care or whatever and my dad like walked her over to the sidewalk and she's like i need to sit down and uh and so then uh my dad's like all right i'll, I'll just go get a wheelchair and when he came back she was like just sitting on the ground like on the sidewalk not on like the the retaining wall because there was a retaining wall and my dad's like what are you doing down there and she's like i can't see anything Oh shit! Whoa! Like she was so sick that her organs, or like her like non-essential, like brain function started turning off. Holy Jesus. shit! And they basically told her like, yeah, if you would have gone to practice today instead of coming here, you probably would have died. Good lord! So uh, if you get uh, swine flu, kids, uh, stay home. Maybe this just stay home be, and yeah. smash some uh, smash some Gatorade or something. Get this them like stupid you, fucking Gatorade's question. Gatorade's got too I, much sugar. I know people out there don't know what. How do you get swine flu? You just get it. You get it it's like just a. It's just a kind of flu. Yeah, so it's like strain. It's about eating right. Yeah, it's a, just a strain of influenza, right? Yeah. It's so you know these different flus. What like a, before was it before or after swine flu? They had bird uh, the avian flu, the bird flu. Yeah, I remember the bird flu. Um, is and even like even coronavirus, right? Coronavirus, coronavirus is a family of Spanish flu, right? Wasn't it MERS or something? Uh, so like MERS is it coronavirus or something? Um, MERS MERS is SARS was a was a, is coronavirus adjacent. Excuse me, and these are all coronaviruses come from like animals. Yeah, you know, animals have like a bunch of different um, diseases that we just don't get because there's no way for them to transmit, and then like. Every, you know, every once in a while, one of these animal viruses, like, mutates into something that all of a sudden can affect humans, and it just, like, it just goes nuts. So, I mean, that's... Wasn't that, like, the theory about coronavirus? Like, somebody went to, like, some random, like, weird market that, like, served, like, weird, like, unusual animals. So, there's a whole thing. Some kind of, like, weird animal that they love over there. So, there's an animal called a pangolin. That's what it is. Um, and so there, yeah. The the Wuhan exotic meat market was like around. It <laughs> sounds a, like a fucking disaster. This thing looks like a Pokemon character too. Oh yeah, pangolins are are rad. Oh, let me see. They're it looks like, like uh, an armadillo mixed with like an anteater. Yeah. No, that's exactly what they are. Oh, is that what they actually are? I mean, I don't know if that's what they are. 
That's what I don't, it looks re- like I don't remember. I actually did a report on them in like sixth grade. What is it called? Pangolin. P A N G O L I N? Yeah, they're like little armored anteaters. Yeah, it looks like an, uh, like an oh, armadillo on sex with an anteater. Huh. Interesting. But they definitely look like something that should be in Pokemon Go. Yeah, they're ba- they're basically um, sand shrews. Yeah. What? They are. Yeah. Dude, I want one. No, you don't. <laughs> they fucking get coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, anyway uh, I, 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 I realized. Dick. Look at its face. Look at that fucking smile. It looks I, so happy. I realized the topic was, you know, what is the sickest that your sister has ever been? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, Close my, enough. Well, well, my sister had uh, that. Uh, what's that shit called? Where you get like the Kawasaki Herpes. disease. Oh yeah. From like steam cleaning carpets Gonorrhea. or something. <laughs> I don't remember how it happened. I know something I think, had to do with steam I, I think in Florida, you're just born with that, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, in Florida, when you get Kawasaki disease, just because you have too many jet skis. That's right. Florida dirt bike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought so, about getting... I thought about picking up a six-pack of coronavirus tonight, but I did not. Yeah, I, I, I was telling them earlier, um, I don't always prefer viruses, but when I do, I prefer Dos Equis virus. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> So dumb. Man, oh, dude, have you guys ever had kidney stones? I no. have not, thank God. That's probably that's probably my worst. My, oh, God, yeah. All right, what was worse than the stone was the actual... All right, so I, I've had it twice. <laughs> this, it gets... Okay, this story has to be told. I've had, I've had kidney stones twice. The first time, everything came out, passed it. I mean, it sucks ass. It feels like your fucking guts are being ripped out. But the second time, it was too big, like it wouldn't... It wouldn't pass, so I had to go in for the the shockwave lithotripsy, where they shoot mm-hmm. it with shockwaves and break it up. But they couldn't see it on the ultrasound, so they can't. They don't just want to randomly shoot shockwaves. So they go in and get it uh, with a camera, a basket, and a laser. And there's only That's one way in. Bad <laughs> Luckily, they didn't have far to go. Right, right. So yes, they went in through my tiny penis and into micro my micro penis. Right. Micro penis. Like dirty jobs micro. And like you uh, know that's an actual definition, right? <laughs> micro penises are a thing. That's a thing. Oh uh, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, I bet you are. Like back in the day some guy would talk really fast in a commercial about your dick. Right. No, what is it? It's like uh if you're in the tw- uh, in the uh one standard deviation below average. But it's like the 25% of the population. What's average though? Maybe it's two standard deviations. He's Googling it. I was going to say, is there actually <laughs> sizes? And it's not me. I'm not the one Googling dick sizes. It's oh, sorry. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, two, it's two and a half standard deviations. And that's considered a micro penis? So it's smaller than about 2.75 inches. Oh, well, you're fucked, man. I'm sorry. Man, almost made it. Yep. So anyway, they go in. They zap the fucking thing with the laser. They get it out, grab pew, it with the little claw basket thing. And uh, laser sound effects now. But see, then they put a fucking, uh, then they put a, a stent in, right? And this is an 18-inch long piece of surgical tubing that goes from your dick into your kidneys. It keeps everything open because it's all swollen where they zapped it with the laser. And then there's a string hanging out the end of your dick that they wrap around. <laughs> it's like a dick tampon. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. So, and then when you try to 
piss, like you get blood clots on the string. Yeah, it's awesome. But then when the, the worst part is when you get it out and the doctor just comes in and pulls it like he's starting a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> it was like there was no no warning, no nothing. He came in, took the tape off, and was like, "All right, zip," and out it came. And I was like, "Ah!" Is it like yeah. a two-stroke? Where he <laughs> dude, yeah, he jerked the fuck out of it, man. And it's just, Wait, what? How dude, much did you pay your doctor? Do what? <laughs> or did he pay you? Yeah, right. No, this was, there was nothing pleasurable about any of this, I promise. I heard jerking was involved. No, stroking. Two-stroke. I hope you put the choke on first, fucking though. Perkin was involved. Perkin said it's like fucking Tic Tacs. Shit was terrible. <laughs> so so don't get kidney stones, kids. It's the moral of the story. Okay, so thinking about it. So I, I did mention the swine flu, but one time I literally almost died. And that was due to... Um, Drug overdose? No, uh, due to an affection that I got in my leg. And, um. Tell us more. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm still, I'm still thinking about. It's really fucking boring. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. I'm my buddy's dog will. One time I didn't that. take care of a cut and I got I sepsis. No, 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 no. End of story. I, I'm just thinking about Will sitting on like he's actually at like a pediatrician so he's like sitting on like a school bus like (laughs) (laughs) kind of like like a patient bed and like the guy just coming in and ripping (laughs) (laughs) RJ still thinking about dicks (laughs) always hashtag always always thinking about dicks so Steve what what do you think of Red Fang uh, I think I would listen again. I feel like I've listened to something else by them before. Um, I just it's uh, the guy's vocals. I'm kind of like meh about. Eh, but, uh, yeah, but the the instrument instrumentation's rad. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the vocals either. There's actually two guys that sing and they both suck. So oh. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really fun. They're really fun live. But yeah. So all right. Did everybody talk about? Steve talked about his sister. Yeah, I don't really. About. I I don't. You know, for me, like, I'm one of those people that get sick like maybe once a year, once every two years, and so every time I get sick is the worst time I've ever gotten sick, because I'm just not ever like used to be like you know some people are just like sick all they're sick like three or four times a year so they're just Dude, like I know people who are like constantly I'm just like what the fuck is wrong with you Yeah, I never I never get sick. Anyways, yeah, so like if I'm like a little bit sick, like I'm just like, I'm dying. So do you guys take the, oh yeah, I'm a fucking giant pussy. Melissa, like, bring me the entire sick. bottle of ibuprofen. Mm. Just fucking kill me now. I can't, I can't go on. Do uh, do I, do you guys get flu shot? Yeah, I did this year for my daughter. Huh. I don't and believe in modern medicine. There you go. Not. One of those, huh? I live in Florida. A mosquito bit me and gave me every fucking disease known to man. Um, just real quick, I, I didn't get to mention how, like, you know, yes, I almost died from the leg infection. It was so severe that I actually got prescribed this antibiotic that costs, like, $30,000 a pill. They actually have to, like, send you a voucher to, like, get this pill because, like, nobody really can afford it. 
and it's not covered. And I was reading the, like, I looked it up and I forget what it was called, but I was reading what it treats. It literally treated anthrax poisoning. So that's, that's the kind of severe, uh, infection that I had that they, it's a, I had to take an antibiotic that was also, uh, used for anthrax poisoning. Just, just fun fact. (laughs) Very fun. Yeah. Much fact. I, <laughs> I hated that band. <laughs> Speaking of bands, what no, band? Kidding. What band is that? Anthrax. Oh, yeah. What was that song? What was the big song they had? They had a big song. Looking down the barrel of a gun or something. Uh, I don't know. Looking right. down the barrel of a gun, son of a gun, son of a bitch, getting something like that. I, I don't know a single Anthrax song to be honest. I'm with fairly you. certain that was the one song I knew. Like. Like I did Metallica and Megadeth out of the top four. I I didn't do Slayer or Anthrax. Oh, that was it. Fuck, I'm on a roll tonight of getting shit right. Fucking savor the flavor. Anthrax. I'm fucking like this is once in a blue moon. So. And the only reason I knew it was because it was on an episode of Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Awkward silence. Yep, yep, yep. We're back at it. All right, who's got a who's got a topic? Which one of you guys wants to go? I'll go. Let me pull up exactly how I phrased it in the fucking chat. Oh, no one cares. Suck a dick, Steve. <laughs> fucking Christ. You act yeah. like you run this shit and you don't, bitch. I will put my uh, dick your, in your ass your, right now. Your topic was, what should I order tonight? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'm quite stuffed now. No, oh, RJ's full still. And all holes. Yep. Stuffed yeah. in the halls. Anyways, here's mine. Okay. What is your favorite uh, uh your favorite Bond song, James Bond song, theme song? What is your most hated and why? Um Can I say we I think we're all going to agree on most hated. Really? Are we? Cuz there's one that's like significantly worse than the others. Okay, well, hold on. Let me let me finish. Okay, go ahead. What makes a good or uh, what makes the Bond song a good or bad one? Um, and then also we'll we'll tag off the other stuff uh, later. The reason why I mentioned this is because one, there's a new Bond coming out. Two, it's got probably one of the most overrated fucking singers on it um, doing the theme. Uh, Billy, was it Eilish? Is I was going to say, uh, they uh, they had Adele a few years ago, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, but Billy Eilish, I mean, she can't sing. She whispers. She's like Lana Del Rey. She's uh, useless. Her name is William Eyelash. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. No, it's, it's Will I Am Irish. The reason why I mention it is because while I don't really care for her song, there's a cover of her song by the guy who does the 10 second songs. He does it in the style of Chris Cornell and it's quite, quite good. But you know, Chris Cornell did do a Bond song. Yeah, he did Casino Royale. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, I, I, I'm just saying the 10 second song version of this particular Bond song is far more enjoyable just because it's much more dynamic um, vocally and anyways. Well, yeah, because he has to change genres every ten seconds. Well, no, no, this song, this is the one that once so it's the, the full version of it of Chris Cornell. So he did it in the style of Chris right. Cornell for the full song. I haven't heard it yet. I'll give you a sample of it. 
I mean, I do have YouTube over here. Yeah, but this is yeah, but turn it up for everybody. This is theater of the mind. Turn it up. Just fast forward it, cause there's a long fucking guitar intro, dude. Turn it up. Stop. Why? Why is it so quiet? That's as loud as it gets. Just no, it gets loud. I just can't hear you because you don't fucking turn your mic up. That the blood you bleed is just a blood you. We were a pair. I'm not gonna lie. This sounds like a Nirvana song. What? That dude was at Nam. Did you see him, RJ? I did not see him. When I saw him, he was hanging out with Chappers. So I was like, eh. He's incredibly talented, I will say, because like everything else he does, I really like. Dude, I'm I'm sitting here. Yeah, I googled Bond songs because who the fuck? Like, I don't have a no that's, available I'm, favorite. I'm literally yeah. doing the same thing. No, I had an available favorite, but then I found another one I also liked almost as much. It trips me out. Like I forgot. Uh, like Tina Turner doing Goldeneye. Totally forgot yeah. about that. Didn't realize that Tom Jones did Thunderball. Fucking Duran Duran. Okay, crazy. so Duran, Duran. stop right there. That's one of my favorite Bond songs is View to a Kill. But it's also because I'm a huge Duran Duran fan. Sam Smith. I fucking love that dude, man. I I it's didn't. weird because they go in like phases. Like, I, I know it's just because music changes over time. But like the newer ones, like the Alicia Keys and the Chris Cornell and the, the Adele and the Sam Smith ones, they all have like a new modern thing. But then, like, you had some, like, the really old ones, which were, like, more, like, like operatic, I guess, or band, like, big band horn sections and stuff. Right. But then you come to the little, like, golden sweet spot right in the middle, and that's where all the best ones are, I think. So what's your favorite, who is your favorite James Bond actor? What? No, we're talking about songs here, bitch. Yeah. Um, now, before going into this... I, I, it's gonna be you live and let die. That's just a fucking amazing song. Hmm. Live and let die. Paul McCartney and Wings. I'm familiar. It's just saying. Yeah, it's a great yeah. fucking song. I. Uh, so Dick Guns and Roses do it better. I think so. Eh, I don't know about that. So, but, but after listening to all the songs today, the Cheryl Crow "Tomorrow Never Dies" one really stuck with me too, though. I forgot about that as That's well. That's a great song. Um, so one of the disappointing ones that feels like it just doesn't stack up and it's unfortunate is the Jack White in Alicia Keys, Another Way to Die. I th- I liked it, but it just wasn't one of the ones I would say is my favorite. I haven't heard it. It was good. It's, it's, uh, it's all right. I mean, it's, it, I think it's a okay song. It's just not a good Bond song to me. Well, I mean, it's it's a Jack White song with Alicia Keys singing also. So what? So this is your topic, RJ. What makes a good Bond song? I think it has to be contemporary of its time. Like, so like, like, what's the style? What's the thing? Like, View to a Kill. It's very 80s. It's yeah. The definition of 80s. So was uh, the AHA you got one, You got uh, another example was... Uh, um. Uh, Die Another Day or whatever the Madonna one that was that done, is the worst uh, by far. Yeah, with you know you know Brosnan and all that shit. No, that song is just the worst song. Oh, that is no. a pretty shitty song. No, but no, Die Another Day is a great song. No, it's terrible. Why? 
because I listened to it today and it's just a terrible <laughs> song. <laughs> I listened to all of them today just so I can be informed on this topic. And when I put that one on, I made it about a minute into it, and I'm like, "This is fucking horrible." Whatever. I, I you know, I think any. I'm, I'm I listened to a couple. I listened to five seconds of the Cornell. You know my name. I listened to like. 15 seconds of the Madonna one and I think a Bond song needs to be like regardless of what the words are it's it's got to kind of like seduce you a little yeah mm, like it should kind of have like a swing and like a lounge feel to it almost like you so like you know my name and die another day are both like there's there's tempo issues like these are credit songs mm-hmm. I don't want my Bond film to be like a fast credit song because they're not action movies they're spy movies there's action parts yeah i feel like they should have like a halftime feel for at least a good majority of the song hold on i mean which one do you want i got them all right here oh my god of course you rj no real quick i just want to say something about the you mentioned how like there's there's spy films but to be fair, Die Another Day, that's arguably the Pierce, when you're fucking, maybe not, I don't think it's that film, but that, let's, let's remind everybody, that's the Bond who literally rode a fucking tsunami. He surfed a tsunami. It's an action film. So therefore, the action, <laughs> Forgot about the, this fast tempo shit does work. I feel yeah. like you're trying to convince me that Pierce Brosnan was the worst James Bond. He is yeah. the fucking worst James Bond. And, and here's the best Shut part. your mouth. Whenever you're riding a, si- a tsunami, you're also jumping a shark. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. That was the, that's that 20% kicking yep, in. There it is. There it is. Where, where's my meme? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're stuck with a bunch of bullshit for another fucking two weeks. I'm done yeah. for the rest of the episode. I can you, just talk you've maxed out. Stuff. You've already yeah. maxed out. Yeah. So just so you know, Steve, we're, we're talking about how Joe, only 20% of what he says is actually funny. That was it. That's yeah, it. That was it. That's all you're going to get. That's all he's getting. That's all you he get. got one last episode, too. So he's so he's maxed out for this week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to send you this meme over to the group, and you can kind of see what the truth is. This is the most accurate rep- accurate representation yeah. of Joe ever. Will send it to me, and I'm like, "This is perfect. This this is exactly it. He nailed it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be it. That would be you it. are the third funniest person on this show. Yep. <laughs> That's only because I'm usually not here. Uh, I'll be fourth in that case. So now you're the fourth. <laughs> yeah. It's all good though. I'm 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 comfortable with who I am. Anyways. So, I'm still going to kiss the girl, bite the metal, flip everyone off, and spray the champagne. Do you, think, uh, do you think your opinion of a Star, or Star Trek, shoot, um, of a James Bond song, how much of your opinion of the film impacts that? None. Mm, that's a good question. See, I don't think it does because I like Die Another Day. I can't stand any Pierce Brosnan fucking Bond movie. But that song is shitty. It's a club banger. Fuck off, dude. That's like, that song defines the, like, like it doesn't define the 90s, but that style of song was the 90s when it comes to, like, you know, the, 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 the house tracks and shit. Sure. Yeah, that doesn't mean it was good. 
But no, one of my <laughs> things is like I feel like it has to be contemporary of its time, and I feel like that song. Yeah, is but it can very... be contemporary of its time and be good. Yeah, View to a Kill is probably like the yeah. best. Like I said, it's my favorite. View to a Kill is a great song, though. No one's arguing that one. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody else knows it. Nope. I knew that one. I like Duran Duran a lot, though, so. Exactly. I'm surfing Amazon over I here. Think, I, I feel like a View to about. a Kill is one of the more frequently referenced, like, best James Bond songs. Well, honestly, I think it's just because it's one of the best Duran Duran songs. I think I actually feel like the '80s, like new wave sound in general, lends itself to like this. It does. It really kind does. of thing. Um, I also like the um, "From Russia with Love" song, even though it's real kind of old. It's it's a good song in general. Um, and the uh, "You Only Live Twice" by Nancy Snotch was another really good one. But we're going back into the older songs then. And they got a different, a whole different feel to them than the newer ones. Well, see, but I like that's, the I think part that's my biggest topic. problem with like, like Skyfall, and even this new one. Um, that they're like trying to like really grab at that. Like they're really trying to like pander to that classic, that classic Bond. And I don't feel like they do a very good job. Yeah, no. There's Skyfall is more successful hard. than the newest one. Live and Let Die is a fucking great song, though. Sure. Keep telling yourself that. I think it blends the perfect blend of fucking both the spy part and the like action part, though. What's what's everybody's favorite Bond movie? Oh That's man. So I don't think I've ever listened to the GoldenEye theme song before. It is not. No. Yeah. No. That's no, a rough one. The Cheryl Crow one's pretty good, but it could be because the guitar part and it's really good. It has this like kind of like a modulated guitar going through it and it sounds really cool. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of them aren't good. They're not bad, they're just not good. But what was the second part of your topic, RJ? So, my second part of this is, since we're sticking on the subject of theme songs, what films have really good theme songs? And, um... Will, are you driving, man? No. It just, it sounds, it's air conditioning... Um, ah. is uh, oh, sorry. Anyways, we got distracted. Um, what other theme songs are your favorite? And also, is there anything else that you think is arguably more iconic than a Bond song, film-wise? Uh, yes. Yeah. Like but. a lot of them, and I like my theme songs to be horny. It like with horn sections. I, I don't even understand that question. Yeah, I don't so, understand what the fuck you're talking okay. about. Aside, aside from the original James Bond theme, which is iconic. And Torny. I, I would argue that none of the James Bond themes are more iconic than, like... I wouldn't put any... Maybe maybe Live and Let Die. I don't think I'd put any other James Bond theme in, like, the top ten movie themes. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. And I mean, that original one is so granted, iconic. Granted, I'm not referring to, like... 
just straight up instrumentals. I'm talking about something that can stand alone and can be played on the radio. Sure. Um, so oh, I did pull. I did pull up a list. So if you want to think, a bunch it, out, then. if this is cheating, then it's cheating. But deal with it because I, I need to jog the memory. Danger Zone from Top Gun. Yep. Fucking a. Yeah. Gonna fly Danger now from zone, Rocky. Lana. The Ghostbusters theme song. There we go. I mean, I don't want to. You know, anyone else got anything? Because I'm looking at a list. I'm cheating a little. Back. Um. The J- Huey Lewis in the news from Back to the Future. Oh. Back in time. What song? Was, I don't remember that. That's at the end of the movie. Oh, I was thinking of Power of Love, which is in oh, the p- middle yeah, of the movie. Power of Love too. Yeah. Yeah. Man, how great was Huey Lewis? No, no. Actually, dude. Back in Time was at the end of um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, okay. Huey Lewis and his Power of Love is the Back to the Future one, but the regular Back to the Future theme is going to be in my top five theme okay. songs of all time. So that the obviously shoots down everything that I, I mentioned. <laughs> These songs are great. I don't know why I didn't think of them. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me that day. Now, for, for what it's worth... Go ahead. For what it's worth, I will say, I don't know how many... Now, Gonna Fly Now was the theme from Rocky, and I think that one may have actually been... I was um, tiger. ...written for that. But, you know, what? where you do, you know, run into some comparisons, all the James Bond songs are written for James Bond. They're like... They're yes. James Bond songs. They are right. James Bond songs. See, I think what should define it is if if the when you hear that song, if the first thing you think of is the movie, then it should qualify. That's fair. Because that's it, fair. if if you don't think of the song as that song, you think of it as oh, that's a song from that movie. Like, I think that would um make it more. So, I mean, I, so like Danger Zone is actually was written for Top Gun, which I didn't know because it sounds huh. like it yeah, would have just been written. So they they actually wrote it for Top Gun, and then they brought in Kenny Loggins to perform it. Originally, they wanted Toto to do it. Like um, that probably the, would have been better. What's the movie where they fucking everyone does a, a cover of it, where they like come out in their underwear and they slide across the floor? Risky and, business. And it's take those old records off the shelf. Every time so. I hear that song, I fucking that's all I think about that stupid ass scene. Bob Seger. Old time rock and roll. Yeah. So. Okay. Got another one for you. Kind of like branch off. Is there any song, theme song, of a terrible movie, but it's a fucking great song, like an amazing song? Oh, man. I'm sure there is. Um, Smash Mouth All-Star. <laughs> that's a joke. That uh, I mean, I would argue that that's one of the most memorable fucking songs in a movie ever. Yeah, that's because yeah, he uh, fucking shoved it down your throat. <laughs> How you about no I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell I you mean, a song. See think if you know about the movie. this. Think just think about what that song did for animated movies. Like it became a stereotype after that point to have something like every other move like shitty like animated movie it had to have like one of those like all-star moments like it's like a collage and it's a super poppy song yeah. like every like angry birds is one of them i don't even remember the fucking song in it but they like really try hard to like <laughs> capture that i forgot about that movie yeah if if i tell you like a name of a song and you think of and you can tell me the movie i think that should qualify like if i would say damn it feels good to be a gangster oh it's office space office space, office space. Yeah. But have you heard that song anywhere else ever? Yeah, on the radio. Well, I mean, 
aside, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like in any other, like it's usually reference to that. Um. Or uh, what was the one? Um, the Brian Adams. I would do anything for you. Or not meatloaf. What's the one I'm thinking of? Jesus Christ, Joe. Are you together. thinking of the Brian Adams song that was uh the Robin, Robin Hood? Hood? Yeah. Robin Hood. I think that is um. Everything I do everything is that everything I, I do, yeah, I do yeah. for you. Yeah, everything yep, yep, I do, I do yep. for you. I feel dirty knowing that. <laughs> I was. I'm got an unpopular opinion. I fucking love that movie. It's Can't the help only it. one. I actually I haven't it. seen that movie since I was a kid. Loved it. Fucking loved it. Or like until recently, since they had a movie called Bohemian Rhapsody. Every time you heard Bohemian Rhapsody, what movie did you think about? Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you think movie theme songs have gotten... I'm like, again, I'm looking at a different list. Um, have they gotten like... Do they just not exist anymore outside of like James Bond? You had the really shitty attempt of doing a Ghostbusters song by Fall Out Boy and Missy Elliott for the remake. <laughs> God, fucking <laughs> that. that was fucking awful. How that was probably worse than the fucking those movie. Two artists who are usually pretty good on their own and make something that bad. Uh, Fall Out Boy is never good on their own. No, Fall Out Boy was great on their God, own. How do you have such bad taste in music? I don't understand <laughs> that. Oh, Jesus. hey, guys, guys. Shaft. They were great for the first four albums. Shaft. Shaft. Shaft, that's a fucking Who's great that theme song. Over there right there. Um, Shaft. Uh, Pink Panther theme song. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to throw this one out here. If I can find the full list. And of course I can't. How about Kiss uh, from a Rose? I was, gonna, I was oh, dude. literally just going to mention Kiss Fuck. from a Rose. What about Bat Dance? We're going to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> what what about ninja rap? Oh, go ninja, <laughs> go ninja, go ninja, fucking vanilla ice. I still about, have I a video. I still have a video, Steve, of episode three hundred when we're all sitting around talking about fucking vanilla ice. It's <laughs> and that classic, song. Man. <laughs> what do you guys think about what do you guys think about soundtracks that are just single artists? So so I'm, where I'm going with this is what made me first think about are were soundtracks better in like previous decades. A question does uh, does does uh one dove's crying like purple rain count? Of course. I think I mean that one's a little cheating when the movie is also like about like your creation. Yeah. Um the one I'm actually thinking of is uh, or the one I'm looking at is um the soundtrack for The Graduate, which is a heavy, heavy dose of Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. That's a great, great album. Uh, that soundtrack has Sound of Silence, Mrs. Robinson, Scarborough Fair. I don't know. Uh, man, I hate Simon and Garfunkel. I, yeah. I hate folk. I, I really think, like, folk Are you one music. of these, like, I are you one of these idiots that thought the disturbed version of Sound of Silence was better? That hurts my feelings. I mean, this is... Are, no, is I, I agree. No, absolutely not. Fucking Disturbed oh, okay. is a terrible fucking right. band. I just right. don't... I, I don't like... Because I was going to say, if you said yes to that man, if I had a gun with two bullets and Hitler, Osama Bin Laden, and you were in the room, I'm shooting you twice. <laughs> Joe probably likes it. I don't. He probably does. I the sound so, of silence. I mean, I, you know, I admit that that's I it. I don't like, though, that reminds me of a movie. I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man, that's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, 
These are all like, I mean, you can't think of anything else when you hear these songs but those movies. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Disney movies. Every yeah, just because I love how they like superimpose Aerosmith. Yeah. <laughs> with the video of Liv Tyler crying. <laughs> I just like how he's making a, a <laughs> song about his daughter getting banged out. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the most awkward part of it all, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, did she no, know? No. I mean, she stripped for him, so. Hmm. Yeah, all that those was weird. old Aerosmith but I don't, videos. But she does. She didn't know. Didn't they? T- they talked about this in the Gear Slim, I think. She did at that time when they were doing the videos with her and Alicia Silverstone. She yeah. didn't know that Steven Tyler was her father. No, there's no way. Because apparently she didn't have a fucking mirror. At that point. <laughs> but no, she didn't have enough scarfs on. But no, she initially thought that Todd Rundgren was her father because I think her mom was was oh, into Lord. was into like seventies rockers. <laughs> Those so, are okay, old her videos though, with her whore. and Alicia Silverstone were great. Whoa. Slut shaming. I know. I just did that. That was rude of me. But whatever. Nobody's listening to this. You want a soul bond? <laughs> you want a soul bond? Yes. Tell us more about your bastard child, RJ. How about a soul job? <laughs> I do have a bastard child. Technically, if you, technically, I do. Uh, mm. Gangsters Paradise. Okay. Yeah. So that movie or that song is far more iconic than that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only because we totally. all covered it. Huh? But I feel like it was <laughs> written for that movie. No, it was because the 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 music video features. Yeah, uh, that's right. She yeah. was in it. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. What about? <laughs> I get. Never mind. It's gonna fall into the same categories. I was gonna say that fucking song from Eight Mile. What was it called? <laughs> burm, burm, burm. Mom Spaghetti. Yeah, it, it, it's but that's gonna fall into the that's gonna fall into the Purple Rain paradox. It's cheating. Yeah. You can't. Well, yeah. the other thing is like every Disney movie has a theme song that's built into the movie. This is true. Let it go. Let it go. But I feel like that was I feel like that was a, a return to that for Disney. It was. I don't think. Well, yeah, because that all that's what they always were. They were just theme songs, like product placement songs. Um, or how about Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On"? You know, I feel like that might actually be the most iconic movie, movie song? song ever. Why? Like, I don't know. I just feel like I that feel that like that true. opening with the Little fucking flute, flute thing. Th- yeah. Like, I mean, it's instantaneous. Regardless, you know. It's just Titanic. I don't know. How about the song Miserloo by Dick Dale? From Pulp Fiction? Yep. Which brings me to my topic. Because we're never going to end this fucking topic otherwise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Attaboy. Shoehorn. Shoboinga. Uh, so, um, by the time this episode airs, which will probably be in like two weeks... <clears throat> I will have a fifth child that will be born by then because the due date is March 18th. (laughs) And we have decided (laughs) his name is going to be Quentin. I'm sorry. Because he's the fifth kid and that means the fifth. But I thought this was a great chance to talk about Quentin Tarantino movies because that's a cool fucking name. So let's talk about Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I get it now. See where I see where I was going with this? Yeah. All right. What do you want to talk about? I didn't get a chance to watch Once Upon a Time, so don't spoil Neither it. Neither did I. So we could, don't have to talk about that one. 
So but real quick, Steve. you guys want to talk about this is us, dude? This show's very well done. Isn't Gilmore the, Girls? You is guys watch Gilmore Girls? One? No, I haven't seen that. No, we're talking about uh, Joe. By the time this airs, he will have his fifth child, and it's ch- his child's name. Yeah, it's going to be Quentin. So he wants to talk about Quentin Tarantino films. That is, we told him that was a terrible idea to name his child Quentin, but he's still yeah, going to do he it. He didn't listen. My wife likes it, and I think it's cool. Enough. There is a guy at my work whose name is Quaylen. It sounds like Quaylen. He's white, right? Please tell me he's white. He is. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, but I also think, wasn't that the name of one of the Qs? Maybe. It makes sense. Because it starts with the letter Q. But I, I do plan on calling him Q when he gets older, so. We all have pretty boring-ass, like, white dude names. Yeah, yeah, like, fuck you, Joe. What were you guys named after? Are you guys all, like... I'm the fourth. Huh. So, Jesus Christ, that's pathetic. Yeah, I, I wasn't doing that shit no more. I was coming up with new names. Mm. Better names. Steve, are you like a junior or anything? Or? No, I actually don't really know. Where, that's an interesting question that I've never asked. I know First who Robert, Robert, comes RJ from was my named dad. after. Second name comes from both of my grandfathers. Nope, your mm-hmm. parents were in love with the cure and they wanted a Robert James Smith in the house. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Much Both my grandfathers oh, were also the, my, my first name, and then the you guys the, been Will Park oh. came from Lost in Space. <laughs> it's fucking great. If it did, I really appreciate that. that no, was it awesome. did. That's where my mom heard the name, and since she always Danger wanted a kid Will named Rogers. Will Robinson. Yeah, I saw, regardless. <laughs> You're thinking of Buck Rogers, by the Doug, way. Doug should have never fucking told me that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's your fault, Doug. All right, what the fuck was the topic? We started oh, talking about Quentin kids. Tarantino and, movies. Oh wow, yeah, man. Whew. Anyway, all right. Uh, They're fucking do you wanna, great. Do you want to do a top three or just favorite or what? Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to do with it. I don't. I didn't really have a plan of what to do with it. Just all right, I'm, whatever you want. I'm gonna do a top three. I haven't seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm neither. I'm, I'm excluding that because I haven't seen that. And neither has RJ. Steve, have you seen that one? Man, I have seen pretty much no Quentin Tarantino movies. Really? really? You're, not, you're not missing much. I'm looking yeah, at his bullshit. list and like, I mean, I think I've, I've seen both Kill Bills. Terrible movies. Uh, I didn't like the Kill Bill ones. Those are my least favorite of all the movies. I think... I'm about to have a very un- like a, a very unpopular opinion. Okay. But I hate more Quentin Tarantino movies than I like. Yeah. But if, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. The, I don't um, like. There's there's magic, and then all, all the other stuff is just retreading everything else. But man, I, come on, dude. Jackie Brown. So Jackie good. Brown was so good. Fucking Pam Greer it was, killed it. It was okay. Ah. So I mean, well, it's one of his better ones. RJ's not playing this game, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna say Jackie Brown, Pulp Fiction. Um. Reservoir Dogs. Now, I'm going to have the unpopular opinion. I'm keeping Pulp Fiction because Pulp Fiction is a fucking masterpiece. But then I'm going Django. Huh. Mm. 
and Inglorious Bastards. Oh, dude, I forgot about I that. Fucking hate Fuck. that movie. Yeah, how can it's you so hate good. that movie? What I the fuck? I fucking hate that movie. It puts me I think to it's because I like Christoph Waltz so much, and his characters in Django and Inglorious Bastards were like the best. Dude, fucking um, yeah! And Glorious Bastards was I, great. I, I, I could not, I couldn't finish the Hateful Eight. By the way, oh, Hateful Eight would have been in my top three. Also, if I could have put one more in there, I thought it but sucked. Then it wouldn't be. No, it was three, amazing. Yeah. Steve, have you, have you ever seen Inglorious Bastards? Nope. I really it's feel so like I, I loved it. I really feel like you should watch it. Yeah, RJ stupid. It's yeah. not good. I'll let you borrow it, Steve. I have it on DVD. I think it might be on Netflix right now. Actually, it, I think it is. It's really, it's really good. It's not. Christoph Waltz is amazing in the yep. film. And they kill Hitler. How can you not like a movie where they kill Hitler? Right. Violently. Yeah, like extremely violently. <laughs> I did see Jojo Rabbit. Is that that's basically the same thing, right? I want to see that. I never I seen do. that. I do. Is that the one that what's the Taika Waititi movie that just came out? That's, that's Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Rabbit. That's what it's called. Okay, yeah, I want to see that. You know, a lot of people said like, "Oh, it's very, it's very Wes Anderson," which it kind of is. But more than that is, have you guys, uh, any of you guys watched uh, Moon Boy on Hulu? Uh-uh. Okay, so uh, it, anyway, it's more like Moon Boy, but it, that's a that's a TV show. Got it. What's the last movie you guys saw? Jojo Rabbit. RJ? A Marriage Story. I'm trying to think. I watched a lot of shit this week. Mine was... Well, the one, last movie you saw in the theater. Oh, in the theater was Endgame. Oh, wow. It's been a minute. Theater was... Uh, I don't go Skywalker. to the theaters often. Mine was okay. Uncut Gems. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I did not care for that movie. I've I've heard really mixed reviews. I know on that. I know. I mean, people were singing its praises, so I I was shocked that he didn't come out liking this film. It could have been cool, but it was just too slow. It was too much plot build up for. I mean, I don't know. Will also likes How I Met Your Mother. Mm, valid point. It's a great show. And he also thinks that crackers are cookies. Crackers are not cookies, but they can be ingredients. Cookies. He see how he's slowly changing now, getting onto the right side of things. You just said crackers are not cookies. I've never said crackers are cookies. I've said crackers are the... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> start this shit again. He's saying that crackers can undergo a beautiful metamorphosis. In <laughs> oh, no. no. This isn't fucking face-off baking edition. <laughs> if you rip the face off of a cookie and put it on a <laughs> cracker, now it is also a cookie. I want to take its face off. God, how fucking stupid was that? I mean, movie? isn't that what how you do with Oreos? They, when they came up with that idea you for that think movie? About that? That's kind of what you do with Oreos. Yeah, but you don't stick it on something else. I mean, you don't. Will's back ass woods probably would. Yeah, put back it with a ass woods. It, back yeah. ass woods. What? What the fuck? Is Backwoods that? ass. That's when. Ass. Uh, that's when you're so hairy on the backside that it looks <laughs> like you got a, your own forest. <laughs> yeah, they also call that the ass fro. <laughs> Yikes! I um, when I was in high school, there was a uh, this like Indian kid, and he was a fucking trip, dude. Like like India Indian, not like Native American Indian, but like from India. And uh, we would go to like senior skip day at the beach and shit. Why is and Joe he would like um, come off like a racist? He fucking like pulled his pants down we to move us. Address this, 
Like, I swear to God. What's funny is, like, I just assumed that the dude was from India. I, but I no. Mean, is, is that a California thing? Like, when someone Maybe. says Indian now, we just assume, like... Well, everyone that like in a, Florida thinks they're fucking Seminole or Cherokee, so it doesn't fucking matter. I was gonna say like maybe that's like a maybe that's a sector thing because I work <laughs> yeah. in, like working in a tech sector. Yeah, like we have just like default. nine Indian casinos in Florida. Dude, I got nine Indian casinos. Nine Indian casinos in San Diego. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, anyway, Which, you know, the dude got some killer buffets. The dude, dude pulls got his pants down to moon us. Indian casino one time. And his fucking just ass is like three inches thick in here, and he says it's his magic carpet. <laughs> he fucking sits on it. Yikes! Uh, I'll never forget so that. Racist. <laughs> well, he said it, so it's okay. Sure did. Oh, and it was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> All right. And it's not racist to say. That's one from thing I gotta country. say. Like, I, you know, I'm bald and I'm fat, but I am not covered in hair, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I am bald and I'm fat, but I am not racist. <laughs> well, it's not really racist no, to say someone's from a place. He, he should have added the white part. See, I'm bald, fat, and white, but I'm not racist. Yeah, well, he doesn't need to say it. He's from Tennessee. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's assumed. Implied. Yeah. It's implied. Didn't you, weren't you talking about last episode how you have like a statue of the KKK leader like in your hometown? Yep, Nathan Bedford Forrest. Not in my hometown, but... There is a uh, in a neighboring town. There is there the, there is a giant Nathan Bedford Forest statue, like right on the side of the road on I sixty five, which is a major fucking artery that comes into Nashville, and it has somebody threw red paint all over it. Apparently, the tornado hit the comes wrong down. spot. Right? Yeah, same guy. Yeah, there's a the ROTC building at the college in my town was previously Nathan Bedford Forest Hall. Oh they God. changed it. Um, so how's the uh, the tornado cleanup going? Uh, man, it's a fucking mess, dude. It's a fucking mess. It's, yeah, uh, it looked pretty bad. They're, um, Cookville got it the worst, and they're, Cookville's like an hour east of the city. It's, uh, it's they got a big engineering school there, so it's it's a fairly, you know, it's a decent size little town. And, uh, man, it got, like, it's crazy. The This guy, my my wife went to high school with like they took him two days to find his four-year-old oh wow like she they they didn't yeah she was just buried in so much rubble that's terrible jeez it looks like dad like east nashville like five points it just it looks like a fucking bomb went off like there's it's it's crazy what was it like before there it's the five points is like the spot there's all these restaurants places to eat i mean east nashville's kind of hipster but I mean, yeah, I just yeah. don't. I don't know Nashville very well. It, there, uh, I'll send you some thing. There's a, some before and after stuff, but it just. I mean, you know, Cookville. Yeah, the Cookville looks like with the there's parts of Cookville that story. don't even look like a fucking neighborhood anymore. It's just sticks. They said that thing stayed on the ground for 50 miles, like 52 miles, the longest recorded tornado in history. Like the jeez, it went. It started in West Nashville. It got the the old prison. Like the Tennessee State Prison, which is the exterior shots for the Green Mile, and that movie The Last Castle with Robert Redford and James Gandolfini, and it to it, it's, it's gone. That film. Do I? I very much enjoy that film. Yeah, that was a good movie. The uh, but that building's gone now. That picture you sent of the car in the third floor apartment. It's crazy, man. 
and I've never like we've had tornadoes here, you know, and especially in my suburb, we had one Good Friday of 2010 that that fucked a bunch of shit up. But I've never seen one this like with this much death attached to it. I don't know. I don't know what's worse, tornadoes or earthquakes. Or hurricanes. Yeah, at least hurricanes you can see coming. Yeah, that's true. You do get plenty you of just choose, Everybody chooses to ignore them. <coughs> well, that's because we're from Florida. <coughs> I kind of feel like if you get killed in a hurricane, it's your own fucking fault. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. I, th- I think that's the, uh, you know, I think that's the, uh, the tier, right? Is like, I think a tornado is somewhere in between a, between in between a hurricane and an earthquake like you can kind of know it's maybe coming yeah like maybe you get a warrant like a warning or you know like oh man this is like a real bad storm like things can get dicey it's crazy how fast because this like this one you know i get up super early for work like i'm leaving the house at like 3 a.m right and this happened you know early morning like that so i'm watching the reports come in like kind of real time and it's just nuts, like how fast it shit goes bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it'll be like take yeah. cover, and then it's like fucking everything's gone. Like hope you hope you took well, cover. And this is like pretty early because you know I, I was thinking like tornado season is usually closer to summer. I mean, it usually it's the spring, the spring and the, and the fall actually a lot. Like I said, with the biggest one I can remember was on Good Friday in April, and then uh, I just don't necessarily ever think of Tennessee when I think of tornadoes it's it's a thing like every year there's a couple you know what I mean not nothing like this like yeah. there uh, it'll take it, it, like East Nashville is gonna be fucked up for you know at least a year like it'll take them a long time to rebuild it's gonna look totally different when they get it Dude, rebuilt fucking Panama City still is fucking trash in that hurricane that came in two years yeah. ago yeah it's gonna take in Cookville I don't know man that shit's just it's just absolute fucking devastation. It's crazy. Like the today we were, I was driving to one of my stops in the truck, and I saw two of the Osprey planes, like the, you know the Marine Corps planes that have the propellers and they can yeah. hover. They went by, and then we got to the store and got out, and fucking Marine One flew over. I was like, man, that's nuts. I've never seen it in person. It's a giant fucking helicopter. Is that the? Uh... Pre- the the. The president. Vice president. The it was Marine Two. Yeah, there was actually two of them, and they, the guy told me that was with me. He was in the Marines, so they they fly two. Like one's a decoy. You yeah. don't know which one he's actually on. It was nuts. I'm, I'm going to throw this one out here. Uh, I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, I ate at the Shoney's in Cookville. There you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's uh. Your childhood memories have been erased. I know, I know. When I, I remember for a long time, like my dad, I, that was actually because I, I didn't, I haven't followed the news a lot this week. I've been seeing this stuff because uh, you know, being in, you know, and you guys are the same way. Like being connected to the music industry, uh, we all we all have a lot of friends who are in the greater Nashville area. Yeah. Um. But I didn't realize that, you know, it had extended that far. So, But as soon as you dropped Cookville, I remember when I was a kid, like, that was my dad's, like, retirement dream. Like, one of his one of his retirement dreams was, like, just want to get out of here and we'll just move to Cookville. Damn. Damn. Yeah, there's that. The only thing in Cookville is Tennessee Tech. <laughs> and it's, it's actually a pretty well-regarded 
engineering school from what I understand, but that's really it. There's a Chick-fil-A. Well, he just wanted to be an old guy and living in a ultra-suburban, you know, eastern... Well, man, yeah. Whatever the hell, the, whatever the hell you call it. <laughs> Good old Cookville. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess, man. Like, we're going to... They, they've got so many volunteers though that uh, they're they're not taking anymore. Like you can't <laughs> you can't sign up right now until they get things more organized. There's just so many people. Is that because it's the volunteer state? Yeah, yeah. But, so can we? I mean, I'm sure you probably. I don't know if you have talked about this on on sixty cycle. Can we talk about the Gibson thing? We haven't talk? talked about it because we haven't recorded, and I don't actually know if we will talk about it, but because it'll be a little off. Behind, but um, yeah, let's talk about it. You guys want to talk about it now? We can talk about it now. Yeah. yeah well, did you I lose any guitars during that storm? What's that? Will, did you lose any guitars during the storm? <laughs> no, we didn't. I didn't even have a leaf blown off the tree in my place, wrong, man. Wrong We're answer. Not. Wrong answer. No, but I think that's I, I think that's really cool of Gibson to like you know go out of their way and provide now I'm curious to see how well it pans out because I mean how the, thing, the first marketing. thing you think of is is kind of like how we're like you know there was that like huge flood and like all those session players like you know Brad pa- Brad Paisley shit got trash and a lot of session players who like have storage units all those got trash i wonder how who who who's actually going to end up receiving these guitars yeah i know some people are already like pretty skeptical because they say you know guitars will be provided at gibson's discretion based on proof of damage so and yeah. then they say the replacements may be demos or prototypes or you know whatever which can be which can be good or bad right you know it's a um, bunch of those fucking fired bird axes with broken necks that they just repaired. Well, so the thing is, <laughs> like, is, is so they say them over. they say demo models which is mixed yeah prototypes which is it's gonna kind be of a, remember a those uh, two hundred dollar Amazon ones they gave they had a couple years ago yeah. But it's like I, you know you got to think about it this way, right? Like when you go to when you go to Nam, mm-hmm. if you go to Nam show or any any trade show, none of those guitars that are on the floor will ever be sold. No, this is true. Really? Every single every well, like yeah, if you're Gibson, every single guitar that's on the, I mean, maybe they get sold, but they'll they'll get sold as B stock. They're not new. You had just had 130,000 people come through and this like lick those guitars. So yeah. A lot of people will probably end up getting fucking like those new Epiphones cuz I mean I mean RJ RJ played those guitars. Do you want to pay new prices for a guitar that RJ touched? Mm-mm. He makes a valid point. I don't. The funny part though is if you set it side by side it probably has better quality control than the one that is new. Well, and that's and that's the thing is actually because I'm looking at the article in the Tennessean and they say demo models, prototypes, or shop worn, and shop worn guitars might actually be the best guitars that they make, because if that's the guitar that they're like, hey, this is the guitar we want to keep in shop to mess around with. Yeah. Like, do you want a guitar that Gibson shipped to Guitar Center, or do you want the guitar that, like, a Gibson factory worker was like, mm, let's just keep this around for our lunch breaks? Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, no, because like that's that's the thing, right? It's um, like you said, the 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 Nam show is a great example. Like, all those guitars were set up perfectly to give the best impression possible, right? Uh, for example, like I played a couple of them there. And then if you guys watch like Trogly, who's like the go-to Gibson guy, he ordered those Epiphones and like nitpicked the shit out of them. But like the quality control wasn't there. But if you got one of those fucking ones that were on the floor, they're, they were amazing. I don't, I mean, I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I just don't trust Gibson. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I mean, East Nashville is a serious. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people who live there. Like, famous, not famous. There's a shit ton of musicians. Yeah, I'm just in that like area. I said. I I really hope that it's not just like the big the guys. Thing. You know, just so they can you know attach a name. Like, I really want them to. And again, I'm curious to see what the process is. They just say with proof of damage, but I want to know what the actual process is. I'd be curious to find that out and how accessible is it for the like guy who literally had one guitar. I will say, I will say and about this was his like, pride and joy, and it was taken from him. I mean, this town is is typically pretty fucking uh, pretty fucking you know on it. As far as that kind of stuff, like they, we, we tend to when when the flood happened. I mean, they were, I think they did the, you know, the, I think Gibson did something similar then. So, right, maybe that gives me a little hope. Did you guys get those pictures, or is it just yeah, look at a weird link? Crazy. Yeah. You no, know, a couple of these I've seen because um, uh, what is just because of friends I know who lived or used to live. Yeah. Um. Grant, I don't know if it was Grant or if the other, if uh, Karen from Big Year Pedals posted a bunch of photos from like some some of the harder hit neighborhoods. So yeah, like I said, I think everyone that I've seen that, that I know in the area, which is kind of a little limited, but you know, um, has come up pretty. Um, they're outside of the effective areas. I know the hoops, uh, Matt Hoops, nineteen eighty one, mm-hmm. also Reliant K. <laughs> you know, oh, but you know, Reliant K, that side thing. But nineteen eighty one right. inventions. Um, he was saying that they live like half a mile from where Touchdown was in Nashville. Oh man! Um, but I guess they were safe, but like a lot of people, you know, in, in their immediate area, there was a there was uh, a, were not there was one in nineteen ninety eight that almost took the same path like the one in 98 went straight down broadway but it went across the river and into east nashville and hit five points like the same area that got drilled this time it's, it's weird I, I just wonder like i'm obviously not a meteorologist but i wonder if there's some sort of scientific explanation as to why it took a very similar path i don't know i'm curious i don't know i mean i would assume it's just like um like uh like general wind patterns like maybe they're yeah. similar like you know there's a reason why we have here that doesn't cause tornadoes but the santa Ana winds it's a thing like maybe there's like a smaller 
like microcosm of like explanation of like why the there's just that wind pattern and so it went that way. I don't Dude, know they had a scientist. Steve is ask him. I read a story earlier that there's this fucking uh, building, like con- uh, you know, apartment building that they it, it is a year and a half old and it was like a multi-million dollar fucking thing and they had to uh, they condemned it today. <laughs> they gotta tear it all down. It's craziness. I wonder if people are going to get their money back because a lot of those places, you know, if it's like condos or stuff, like, you know, you can buy before they build, you know, and contribute. It is crazy, like, the like amount of money kind of people thing. will spend here. My my mother-in-law, she they moved, but she worked in the apartment industry here. And these people are paying fucking three, yeah, north of $3,000 a month for a fucking apartment in downtown. Like a condo, and that's just absolutely insane to me. It's Nashville, you know what I mean? It's not. It's not San Diego. But it's not L.A. You know what I mean? It's not New York. Like what? I don't know. Maybe I'm just too close to it as far as growing up here, but that just seems insane. Yeah. Anywho, it's this dang global warming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, climate <laughs> change isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. Uh, climate change is very real. Says um, you. <laughs> All I'm saying is uh, Donald Trump says if I get the coronavirus, I could just Fuck probably it, go ahead and keep going to work. Fuck it, man. I'm going uh, in. I'm coming in, guys. I mean, the reality is, is given our current economical state, I probably, probably do need to keep going to, to work. Keep going yeah. to work. Exactly. <laughs> I just wish we would have put higher hey, tariffs hey, hey, on Steve, China have you, uh, when they came here. Steve, question. Yeah. Do you have like posts on your on your like door, um, on your guys's like building about like, hey, don't come in if you're feeling sick or if you've been to these countries in the past like, you know, fourteen days. Nothing about travel. Uh, we've been getting emails about you know like if you get sick, stay home. Yeah, we've gotten we've gotten that, but no, now because HP does have a lot of people you know going to like customer sites and shit like that like we we have people who literally can't come into work yikes fuck it i'm going to disney this weekend <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna die and i'm gonna go to epcot and hang out in the china pavilion my, oh my god my wife's work they had all they've got to tell them like if they're traveling where they're going they want you to yeah like, same here. say all this shit about when you're you know how long you're gonna be there what you're gonna do when you're there that kind of stuff my, my my work's just like uh, come to work we'll see you when you get here good luck so you're the one yeah you're that one uh, the beer, the I'm beer sure waits for AT&T, I'm sure that's what AT&T said to that employee too. the beer waits for the beer waits for no one well it's, that's it's the okay. rub the, right like the, the booze the booze will kill it <laughs> alcohol will kill it It all just depends on like where you're at. Like, you know, if if I take for me, like if I take a couple days off because I get sick, like when I get back, like great, I'm I'm looking at like back to back to back twelve hour days. Or it's you know, hey, is there any chance you can uh, write build this uh, presentation while you're home dying? Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's what you get for being salary dipshit. <laughs> hey now. You're an all-star. 
Steve, do you have a fucking topic? Yeah, get your game uh, you on. know what? Like, I feel like I should just eat it till next next recording. Oh yeah. At this point. Yeah, it's getting I mean, really late. I can't, I can't believe we've gone an hour and twenty and we did like nothing. <laughs> That's fine, dude. I, have you listened to the episode that came out this week? No, I don't listen to your show anymore. You suck. No, your show. No, they don't listen oh, to our show. Oh no, I don't listen, listen to my sh- show either. What? The no. epi- you're not even on the episode. I, so I listen to episodes of my show that I'm not on. I don't. Yeah, because they you only hear when people talk shit about you. Yeah. Exactly. Did, then, did you listen to this episode? Then how that just could came I, out, Steve? When I'm on, how can I confidently say this is your favorite podcast host if I know how people really feel about me? <laughs> <laughs> Think about it, Steve. I mean, how can you confidently say it's your favorite podcast host if you listen to any other podcast? Damn. Steve goes ham. Yeah. Did you, uh, by chance, listen to the episode, Steve? I'm, I'm, uh, I think I, I may have, I think I'm in the middle of it. Okay, it's about to get the, the train the, talk, and the train talks when it gets really good. I have not made it to the train talk. Apparently, I just made it to the erections to elections <laughs> section. The Barry Sanders story. I did. Yeah, yeah, that Barry Sanders story. <laughs> oh, which it yeah. made me laugh. But um. No, uh, we found out that John Esterly is actually a train engineer slash conductor as his job, and uh, ah. that brings up a bunch of questions. Like, for example, what was the coolest thing you ever hit with a train? <laughs> wow! <laughs> and he had a story prepared for it and everything somehow. Like he's Dude, been he's been interviewed my, about uh, being a train driver forever, and no one's ever asked him that question. So I actually geez. did something good by asking him that question. I don't know if you did something good. That's oh, a no. PTSD in No, because what he hit was <laughs> awesome. And, like, My, he laughed so hard about what he hit. And I don't want to ruin it for you, so you just have to listen. So we have a, we have a pretty well-trafficked uh, train line in town. I don't, it's a, it's, it's an Amtrak line. And, and you, uh, you know, every couple of years somebody yeah. either – chooses to end it or i know at least one of them uh they think the dude's shoe got stuck somehow like got stuck on something uh, because i guess like somebody like there were witnesses witnesses who said like question i'm, I'm yeah. getting real i'm getting funny and real dark but uh was this the true story that inspired uh the scene in joe dirt oh god <laughs> No, but um, Esterly does work for the same train place that did the movie. Un- what was it? Un- Unbroken or Unbreakable? Or with with Bruce Willis? No, it was the one that had Denzel Washington and uh, Taken of Pelham One Two Three, which is a remake. Uh, un something. Denzel was Denzel and Pelham One Two. Oh, Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah, that oh, that okay. story was actually he works with the guys that they that 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 their characters were based on. Is that the subway? The where he's in the subway? No, no, no. Taken it's a train wreck. Is the subway. It's like a big train wreck, but like he has a picture of him with the guys um, and Denzel Washington with them, like a, like when it happened. Wow. Yeah, I'm reading about this. I, I, I'm, I haven't seen that movie. It was a uh, 47 car freight train that ran with I guess with no brakes for like 51 
or for uh, two straight hours at like 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, Chris Pine. That's the other person that was in it. That's crazy. But um. Yeah. No. We, like I mean, we, every once in a while we have someone who ends it, or like I know one of the there was a guy who was like pretty well known in San Diego that there were some questions about, and and witnesses said that it looked like he tried to lay down to like dodge the train. So they think that maybe his like leg got caught on something. It's kind of weird, but I guess I can see how it would happen. Yeah. Alrighty. But uh, so yeah, the, the the train conversation is really good towards the end of that episode. If you're listening to this episode, though, you've probably already heard that conversation, and you're just hearing us talking about it <laughs> three yeah. weeks later. <laughs> but if for well, some reason, R- apparently listen, RJ hasn't listened to it. No, RJ hasn't listened to any episode of the show ever. Uh, the only thing he's listened true. to is the I, Dragon Dildo intro like 50 times. I did oh, listen gosh. to that a fucking lot. While masturbating vigorously. <laughs> you, you don't understand the joy on my face when I just closed my eyes while the How to Train Your Dragon trailer was playing oh, oh, oh. and then realized how perfect it was. <laughs> Joe's really proud of it, to be fair. Yeah. He's proud of that mashup. Of it's like Dragon the best thing Dildos I've ever done, except for maybe stories. the Will's Ancient Aliens ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> all right i think we're done well guys yeah. you know the good stuff about this episodes and you know we like you listening to the show and thank you guys and uh there are some special special people we need to mention by name one of them's on this cast right fucking now that's yeah. right mr steve right wow. that's me and then Stop also being like, a deadbeat give us more money steve <laughs> Jason Fuzzmonger, who's going to be coming on Cheap-ass. in the next week or two. And Mr. Doug Christ, who you've heard for the last three episodes before this. Yeah. Maybe even four episodes. He was on it for, for a while. Um, but, yeah, but no, thank, you, thank you guys so much. We do appreciate it, Steve. Thank you for giving us money. Yep, we're, we're you, making you what, work what for What do you want money. from me, man? I said thank you for giving us money. RJ's a bastard. I am, but uh, also be sure to join us on the Facebook group. We have a lot of fun there. Yeah, we do. A lot of shit gets talked. It's great. A lot of arguments about cookies and crackers. Uh, Yes. People fact checking me and then realizing that. Stop typing, Steve. We're trying to uh, fucking end this episode, okay? (laughs) Can you actually hear that? Yeah, Yeah. the whole time. It sounds like you're typing on a fucking typewriter. No, he's got one yeah. of those old like keyboards with the keys. Like, no, the- this is actually like a HP, like one of those weird flat ones. I hate it. Well, it's because it's made by HP. It's trash. <laughs> yeah, this, I'm, gonna this- se- I'm gonna send that clip to your boss. The whole show- <laughs> My boss is a different a different company. She don't give a shit. See, didn't you just quit that job or something? No, I'm. I'm- no, he just hates it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I just really hate my job. now. I do. I fucking hate it. It's quite Don't depressing, worry. but thanks for bringing it up, Bass. That is the least thing you'll get fired for if they listen to the show. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> there are way more things you should be fired for than, than just saying he doesn't like his job. Valid point. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Yep. Thank you. That, yep. Thanks for friendship. Oh, wait. What? That's the wrong fucking podcast, you piece of shit. Oh, sorry. Stay grounded. Stay grounded. <laughs> Can we play a song about beer dicks?
Thank you.